Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Penrith Panthers and the Melbourne Storm game has just wrapped up. A huge victory for the Penrith Panthers. A real night to flex their premiership muscles against the Melbourne Storm. They were very, very impressive. It was at 38 points to four. Good God, the Penrith Panthers were good tonight. And look, I thought the Melbourne Storm... They made a lot of errors at, you know, pretty poor parts. Uh, and, and made a lot of errors and key spots of the fields and whatnot, which turned the ball over quite a bit, which is very disappointing for Melbourne. I thought outside of that, they're actually pretty good in the first half. I just thought it was just a full credit to the Penrith Panthers and just how fucking good they were. I had uh, a few Melbourne Storm fans message me at halftime going, geez, you didn't even mention us in your post. And I, was, I just said to him, mate, you guys weren't that bad, but Penrith were just fucking incredible. Like, I thought Melbourne Storm pretty good. I, I would argue that Melbourne, they're probably in front against most teams in this competition at halftime in that game. But Penrith, they were just too good. They are just too dominant at the moment. And, you know, they're now into their fourth grand final in a row, uh, trying to win their third premiership in a row. Obviously, the last time a team won three premierships in a row was Peter Sterling and Brett Kenny all the way back in the 1980s for the Parramatta Eels. So it has been a long time between drinks for three premierships in a row. They've still got the big dance to come. Uh, we've obviously got the Broncos and the Warriors playing tomorrow. Uh, winner of that will go through and play the Penrith Panthers. But my God, the Penrith Panthers, they would have to be the red-hot favourites right now to take out this premiership. And, you know, they, they, they were before anyway, but fuck... Off the back of that, uh, unbelievable. They're $1.57 uh, to take out this premiership with the Brisbane Broncos at two seventy-five. The New Zealand Warriors are at $14. So, gee whiz, the Penrith Panthers. A very, very impressive performance. Um, obviously, Jerome Luai, he got through the game unscathed, played about 60 minutes. Uh, my people at Penrith have told me that at halftime, he declared that he'd be sweet to play the 80 minutes. Uh, but Ivan... 
stepped in and just and just played the the eyes up footy played there and took him off in the 60th minute. Uh, pretty rare to see a five eight come off with 20 minutes to go, but I think at that point they were up 30 points to four, and uh, it really was a dominant performance. Uh, the first two guys I want to talk about, James Fish Harris and Moses Liotta, they are fucking incredible. You can give me all the stats in the world for other front rowers, and that most front rowers stats wise, most starting front rowers will probably beat them week to week, but just their intensity and their intent in everything they do those two are just absolute dogs they fight for every single bone every single inch they are incredible Um, and you know this is now you know the fourth year in a row that they've gone all the way to a grand final these two front rowers so incredibly incredibly impressive Uh, and I'd say it's the third year in a row now that they have been by far and away the two most dominant uh, forwards or front row forwards anyway we've obviously got AFB and Payne Haas but geez these two I'm telling you there is something special about these guys and the Penrith Panthers I think these are two guys that are going to be able to keep for a very very long time the beauty of these two you know salary cap wise they don't play state of origin um, so that, that really helps sort of keep their price down compared to your paying hearts and these sort of guys AFB is another example of that who's spoken about that before and it sort of keeps these guys from playing on the absolute biggest stage in a lot of people's eyes so it sort of keeps them a little bit underappreciated underrated and probably undervalued as well Uh, but these two are just unbelievable I said at halftime today and I stand by it I genuinely do think that these two are heading in the direction of Shane Webke Petro 7 receiver you look at those guys they obviously won a number of competitions together I think um, Shane won in 97 uh, and every premiership until 2006 I think Petro his first premiership was in 98 so he went 98 2000 2006 which is an incredible effort uh, but, I mean, if you consider that if the Panthers win next week, that's already three premierships for these two. And we already look at them and go, geez, they're the experienced heads in this team. They're the leader, you know, the, <laughs> they're the guys in the front row that have been around forever. They've seen it all. They've done it. Um, you look at Moses Liotta. What is he, 28 years old? 28 years old. Fisher Harris, I'm just checking his age. I wouldn't expect Harris to be much older than that. I reckon he'll be 28 as well, to be honest with you. Um, James Fisher-Harris, he's 27. Like It's just fucking unbelievable. With the way that players are going nowadays, playing till 34, 35, well, these guys could still have another seven, eight years in their career being the best one-two punch in rugby league starting in the front row. And they get to September every year and they go to a new level. You see, you know, and I don't think either of these two will, you know, I think they'll really struggle to probably ever win a Dally M front row of the year now because of the way that how, how good so many front rowers are going nowadays. And these two are just consistent. And you can tell with these two, Mate, you can get all your accolades in the season. You can get all your Dally M awards. We don't give a flying fuck. What we care about is lifting the trophy in the first week of October. And these guys get to it September, and they just go to another level. I was so impressed with these two in this game, especially Fish. I just thought he was fantastic. It's so impressive how he has transitioned as a player. He was a loose cannon when he first came in, very Mark Guy sort of vibes, and he's just developed into one of the best leaders in our game and one of the most underappreciated leaders in our game. Those two were tremendous. I thought Brian To'o was great. So was Taruva as well. Both got through a stack of work. I would assume Brian To'o, I don't think he would have got to 200 mudder metres, but I reckon he would have got to 180 or so. Uh, 181 he got to. Uh, Taruva, 100. Isaac Tungo, 124. Stephen Crichton, 105. Uh, Dylan Edwards, 126. So their entire back five or went 100 plus meters very very impressive um i thought that isaac tungy obviously got stood up very early and um 
I was texting a mate when he got stood up, and there's been a number of times that this has happened to Isaac. You know, I've obviously been a big fan of him. He was one of my huge could-be-anythings. I think it was two years ago now. He obviously went on to win a premiership that year. He's been a, one of the more dominant centers over the last two years. He's been fucking tremendous. But occasionally he does get caught out defensively. Occasionally he just gets stood up one-on-one. And uh, I, my, my mate texted me and said, oh, there, there goes your boy. He's missed his mark. Sort of jammed me up. And I said to him, you know what? Just keep an eye on him for the rest of this game. Because this has happened to him a few times this year. At the start of the year, he got stood up by Dane Gagai one afternoon. Gagai just left him for dead. And Isaac Tungo went and set up another two, scored another. Normally, when he gets beat early, gets his pants pulled down and embarrassed, he bounces back with a big game. And you have a look at the stats of Isaac Tungo. I remember watching him miss that tackle thinking, oh, this could get a little bit ugly. He ran for 124 metres. He had two line break assists. He had two try assists, 40 post contact, three tackle breaks. He was everywhere in this game, and they really tried to pepper him a big test at marking up on Justin O'Lem. He did miss a few tackles, to be fair, but I thought an attack came up with some really good plays, and then, of course, his big moment of the game came when he got himself out of the in goals. Uh, Harry Grant, perfect kick, and for me, that is the moment that suns up the Penrith Panthers right now. Harry Grant puts in a kick that Isaac Tungo cleans up a metre away from the dead ball line. The perfect kick. It, you, you can't ask for much more than that from from Harry Grant in that moment. Not only does Isaac Tungo somehow fucking get out, they then go Brian Toto down the short side. He gets another 15 metres. And Nathan Cleary goes, eyes up stuff. He goes down the short side knowing he'll get a penalty. He draws that penalty out. Then, of course, they go down the other end and they score a try very soon after. They're just... <laughs> They're just unbelievable, this Penrith Panther side. And I thought that set of six really summed up everything you need to know about this side, that Harry Grant nailed that moment. He couldn't have got it any better. It was just precision. It was perfect. And the Penrith Panthers, within 90 seconds, they turn it into a try at the other end. Just unbelievable. They just... They just chip away at you and just get you every time. Uh, Jerome Luai, as I said, played, you know, 60-odd minutes, played his role, did really well. But Nathan Cleary, he was the star of the show. Scored one try, kicked five goals, kicked two penalty goals, 14 runs for 93 metres, uh, had one line break assist, one try assist. He was everywhere, Nathan Cleary. 12 tackles, only one missed. And his kicking game was tremendous. I think he had two force dropouts, three force dropouts in this game. The kick that he found touch off was incredible. No Errors. He was just in total control throughout the entire night, Nathan Cleary, and pretty much had a hand in just about all their tries. He was incredible, and then got on the inside of the Liam Martin break to score himself. Shout out, tipped him on bloke in a bar this week, so we'll take that. Hopefully we're not dancing, but Matty the Waterboy, who's trying to avoid an ice bath this week, he went four from four in this game. He took Penrith 13+, plus, uh, Penrith to cover the line, Dylan Edwards, and I think Overs, which all of us went under, so advantage to Matty the Waterboy there. Shout out to him. Um, Liam Martin Wow. What a game. He was everywhere, Liam Martin. We posted that thing about him during the week. Got a lot of messages, people telling me, oh, he's overrated. He fucking <laughs> can't believe how much people rate him. Um, and, you know, you have a look at his stats out of the entire starting forward pack. Who ran for the least amount of metres? Liam Martin. Who had the most impact, though? I'd probably argue Liam Martin. And he, this is what he does. This is what he does every single week. And I feel like people are still sleeping on this guy and underappreciating just how good he is. He made 26 tackles, only missed one, which is less than Isaiah Leo, less than Scotty Sorensen. Um, you know, slightly more than James Fisher-Harris, but in a lot less minutes. Uh, he's he's just Liam Martin. Just stats do not tell the story about just how good this guy is. And as I said during the week, and I stand by it, I've been saying it for two years now, if you want to see if someone knows what they're talking about when it comes to rugby league, ask their opinion on 
this guy, Liam Martin. And if they tell you he's, he's overrated or they don't see it or it's overplayed or social content creators blow it up too much, that just, it's just the ultimate sign they've got no fucking clue what they're talking about because the guy is an absolute weapon. I thought Scotty Sorensen was fantastic in this game as well. Got through a lot of work. He was tremendous. Mitch Kenny. Um, Matty Johns was in the commentary on KO, which thank God he was because he was fucking brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed Matty Johns' little comments. He made a really good point with Mitch Kenny. He's like, how often do you see Mitch Kenny throw a pass to the ground? And, you know, for me, I watched him last year and I thought, fuck, he is slow out of dummy half. But this year, he really has improved. I honestly haven't thought that in so long. So full credit to Mitch Kenny. I was number one on the Sonny Luke train saying how important he was going to be this year and how the Penrith Panthers couldn't win this comp without Sonny Luke because Mitch Kenny wasn't, wasn't wasn't going to do enough out of dummy half. Egg all over my face. Mitch Kenny has improved out of sight. His service, his defense is still fantastic. 40 tackles in this game, but his service has just been so impressive. So shout out to Mitch Kenny. Um, he's, he's obviously put a lot of work into his game. He played the full 80 minutes in this game in a prelim final. From being a 20-minute hooker that started the game last year in the grand final uh, to an 80-minute prelim hooker. Fucking unreal. So shout out to Mitch Kenny. I am so very happy for him because he is a toiler and he's a really good team guy. Uh, guys that came off the bench, Spencer Lenu was solid as well. Lindsay Smith was very good in his stint. Um, but, you know, the, by the time they essentially got to use anyone else, this game was just about over. They were just on top. Obviously, Justin Olam's got a nice little try uh, for the Melbourne Storm early. But outside of that... They just made too many errors in the second half to keep themselves in it. I think they were only down by 14 at halftime, so it was tough, but they were not out of this game by any means. Uh, They looked exhausted. They looked absolutely gassed. But, I mean, 14 points, you can turn that around pretty quickly with, you know, a good bounce of the ball or whatever it might be. Uh, But, yeah, the Penrith Panthers just far too strong in this one. I thought Dylan Edwards was really solid as well. Um, And, yeah, there was a few, you know, controversial calls and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it's funny, you know, it's always the team at the top that apparently always gets all the calls. I think we need to just start appreciating um, that, you know, good teams are good. Uh, And, you know, I had a lot of people mention me going, geez, Penrith, hold down the ruck. And, yeah, they do. 100% 100% they do, but they, they're they also able to address how the referee is officiating a game. And I go back always to the 2021 Grand Final when they played the South Sydney Rabbitohs in that game. And Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know, they went in at halftime. The ref was allowing people to lie over the ruck all day. South Sydney didn't adapt. The Penrith Panthers did. Ivan Cleary addressed it and said, hey, lie in there until he's going to tell you to fuck off. It never did. You you got to play to the whistle. You you got to play to how the game is flowing. And for me, a lot of that comes down to good coaching and good leadership on the field. And I think the Penrith Panthers, they've just got an understanding for the game right now that is just about unmatched by other teams. And this is a Melbourne Storm team with Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, Craig Bellamy's their fucking coach. 
They just can't compete at, 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 at that level. It's incredible what the Panthers are doing. Um, Stephen Crichton, who was reasonably quiet tonight, sort of just did what he had to do. Didn't he? I think he set up one try at one point, the, the Dylan Edwards ones, but was reasonably quiet. He goes into next week's grand final, having played not only played in three in a row, but scoring a try in the last three grand finals in a row. If he scores a try next week, which if you got on the early bet, which we spoke about uh, earlier today in the preview, you could have got 320 for him there. If he manages to score a try in his fourth grand final in a row, he becomes the first guy to do it since Johnny King in the 1960s. Now, amazingly, Johnny King actually managed to score in six consecutive grand finals, which is just fucking ridiculous. Obviously, part of that St. George Dragon side that won 11 premierships in a row. Uh, Eddie Lumsman, I think he scored three in a row, same as Brett Kenny. Uh, he, well, he, to, to be fair, and I think it needs to be appreciated, Stephen Crichton has scored a try in the last three grand finals, which is incredible. Uh, Brett Kenny actually scored two tries in three grand finals in a row. And Brett Kenny was a 5'8", remember, not a centre. Um, so, uh, unbelievable. as I've always said, I do think Brett Kenny should be an immortal of our game. I think he is criminally slept on because uh, he hasn't gone into, um, you know, whether it be social media or just general mainstream media. We just don't hear as much from Brett Kenny anymore. Uh, but I think he should be considered right up there with the greatest players of all time. And as I've always said, I think what you do on the big stages, it should matter more than what it does in rugby league. Uh, we're doing like a... Uh, most valuable bloke on, on Bloke in a Bar for the finals for me. I think Nath Cleary is going to absolutely shit in at the moment. But I do think that the, the performances you put in on the biggest stages, I do think they need to count for more. And I think Nath Cleary so far, he's I think he played a 9.5 out of 10 uh, against the New Zealand Warriors. In this game here, might have been a 9.6. He was incredible in this game, Nath. I think he missed a goal early. Uh, might have put a kick dead or given away a seven-tackle set at one point, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but outside of that, he was just tremendous. Running game was fantastic. Selective passing was unreal. I love the try. It was one of my favourite moments of the night. The Taruva try. Uh, the Penny Panthers down the left-hand side. And Jerome Luai got it at first receiver and played out the back to Nathan Cleary. Uh, just shows the different ways and the different styles that they can throw at you, this Panther side. They are just so impressive, and they are going to be so hard to beat, regardless of who it is. And I'll tell you what, this Panther side, they, they coasted through that game. They really did. It was you know, I thought it would be tough for the first 50-60, and it was for the first half, but, man, outside of that, the Penrith Panthers, they were just running downhill for the vast majority of that. So I really don't think that'll take too much out of the tank. I think they're going to be coming into that game pretty fresh. Uh, the teams tomorrow, though, good God, the New Zealand Warriors and the Brisbane Broncos, they're going to belt and bash each other. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people that know the game well, including uh, Matty Johns, giving the Warriors a red-hot sniff in this one. I still think the Broncos will win this one 13-plus. I think they'll run home late. I just... I'm not totally convinced on how the Warriors' edges are going to ha- handle Reese Walsh, uh, but we're going to have our coach's clipboard dropping very soon. I'm going to go into a bit of detail on that. But, yeah, geez, if that game is tight, uh, and if, you know, AFB, Torhu, Mitchie Barnett, if they really go after Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, these guys, if it's a bash-up through the middle... Good God, whoever wins that game, regardless of Broncos, Warriors, whoever wins it is going to be pretty fucking sore coming into next week. So, huge test. It is the longer turnaround. Obviously, the grand final on Sunday. The Panthers, they have the longer turnaround in general, though. Uh, They'll be done with their recovery day before the Broncos play their game. The Broncos or the Warriors play their game. So, yeah, very, very interesting. But the Panthers into their fourth grand final in a row. I want to congratulate... 
that franchise, that system, that coaching staff and that playing group. What they've managed to do over the last few years has been nothing short of incredible. I do think they had another crown to their title next week. I've said it since the preseason. Uh, I know they lost Appy. I know they lost Kickout. You know, these guys that all left, I get it. But I was always very confident that they'd be able to fill these spots and be able to be very successful. Have they filled it in the way I thought they would? No, they haven't. I thought that Sonny Luke could fill into that nine role. He's not even in the team. Um, and I really didn't see Scotty Sorensen becoming an 80-minute edge back row on the left-hand side, but he has been fucking unbelievable. Is he better than Kikau? Probably not. Is he different to Kikau? Yeah, and different can be fucking painful and bloody scary sometimes, and Scotty Sorensen's done a tremendous job over there. It is full credit to Ivan Cleary, what he's built out there. It has been so impressive to watch, and uh, I feel like we've still got something special coming our way. Huge grand final week coming up, but we have still got... Uh, the other game to deal with, the Brisbane Broncos and the New Zealand Warriors. The winner will go on to play the Penrith Panthers. Stay tuned for Coach's Clipboard and, of course, our preview and our anytime try scorers coming very, very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.